What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. M-S-W Media. I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we're Frangela. You know what you need in your life? Hmm. The Final Word Podcast. Yes, you do. That's right. It is the final word on all things political and pop cultural. Where we make real news real funny. Where we inspire you so you can hashtag resist. Subscribe and get a new episode of The Final Word Podcast each week. It's the news we think you need to hear. That's right. We think you need to hear it. Okay. Yeah, it's what we say so. That's right. And because all we do is give, every Thursday you can listen to our hysterical podcast, Idiot of the Week. We round up the stupid because you know what? Somebody has to. Okay. All we do is give. Welcome but back what to about her talk. email? <laughs> <laughs> but what about her emails? It's funny you should mention her emails because today we are talking about emails. We found Hillary Clinton's email. We did. We were going to have a guest today and then we didn't have a guest. So you are our guest. You submitted to us the most unhinged things that you were sent by your principal or by parents, etc., etc. Some of these are really silly. Oh, I wonder if I can find one of my old ones. Oh my god. Oh, I did just find one of my old ones. It was the one I was talking about but couldn't find when we recorded about me. <gasps> Nuh-uh. Yeah. Read it to us. This is from the principal, and it was sent to the entire school in May of 2021. So right at the end of the 2020 to 21 school year. So think about like the headspace everyone was in at that time. Basically, it says like a bunch of detailed laws around how state tests don't count for against the students because of coronavirus, but they still count towards the school. It says, hopefully you've stressed the importance of these tests to your students. Later this summer, once we begin to tabulate, clean up and analyze our data, this is a person who did not know how to use a Google form. I would love to watch you analyze data. We will then have a clear understanding of where our students are and what adjustments need to be made moving forward as it relates to our schedule, course offerings, teacher placement, and instructional focus. In complete transparency, based on what I have recently witnessed, we are nowhere close to where we should be. In short, we have a lot of work to do. Next school year, please be prepared like you have never worked before. Next school year will be the greatest test of your professional careers. As I type this message, I have begun to devise a plan that will reshape our academic focus, and now an even greater emphasis must be placed on instructional delivery slash engagement, instructional planning, assessment, and the learning environment. At this point, in all caps, accountability will be a part of our daily lives and discussions. Oh my god! Ultimately, our restructuring slash shaping for the 21 to 22 school year also involves a possible shift in leadership slash leadership team members. If you're 
interested in being a part of the leadership team or if you are interested in applying for one of the positions listed below, please contact blah, blah, blah. And then it goes on with like names, offices, and dates. And then it lists every single position available that some people had already been in for years, like academic coaches, department heads, things like that. You do have to re-sign every year, but most schools, like as long as the person still wants to do it, they just kind of keep doing it. Like it's not like a bidding war every year. So the head of the English department was like sitting at home like, oh, I can't wait to be the head of the English department again. Oh, there's more. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) Accordingly, this pandemic, along with other mitigating factors, has shown us some of our practices here are flawed. Adjustments must be made immediately. Yes, we've suffered some debilitating losses and setbacks, but we cannot get into the habit of making excuses. Correction of the problem begins here and now. And then he has a really long quote from Barack Obama that's formatted incorrectly and then ends the email with seven hashtags. He was a big fan of a hashtag in an email. Also, hashtags printed on the walls in the school. Does he know like the origin of the hashtag? No, I don't think so. I don't know if it's worse to put a hashtag in an email or when people post screenshots of hashtags on Instagram. Actually, what's worse than all of those is when people post pictures of QR codes on Instagram because what are you doing? Yeah, wow. There's a lot to unpack just in the past 15 seconds alone but holy fuck (laughs) and i don't remember what time that one was sent but a lot of times we would get emails like that like literally at 11 p.m at 4 a.m like at the most random times and they were so long and i always would wonder i was like i wonder if you wrote this out and then you didn't get the courage to send it till this time or if you manically wrote it out and sent it at this time and i don't know which one's more concerning he is a pretty bold man I can't imagine him being like, I don't have the courage to do this. The manic, though, it's like after he snorted his line of coke, he was like, this is time. What a man. What a man. What a mighty good man. What a man. Derogatory. (laughs) What a ride. He crammed a lot into that email. By the time you get from section to section, you're so disturbed by what's in the new section that you have completely forgotten why you were outraged in the previous section. The more times you read it, like, the more layered it becomes. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) it's one of those movies where you watch it again and you get another piece of the puzzle the next time you watch it. I've read this email so many times and every time I find a new red flag. Truly, I mean, we opened with the state test is the most important test of your career. We also had a misformatted Barack Obama quote. The inconsistency of fonts is what gets me. There'll be a random bold and then like part of the quotes italicized but then part of it's not. So does that signify anything? You just gotta do the right click and then you can do paste without formatting or paste and match style and you won't have the same issue as this bozo who doesn't know how to format an email. Another thing I remember about that school with emails that just deeply disturbed me and I never got over it is that in the vice principal's email signature, vice principal was italicized, but the V of vice wasn't. And then there was a space between the I and the V. And like one time I kind of like, I don't even remember what I said. I like brought it up in a super cash way, which was easy because I did like technology training for teachers at the school. I was trying to tell her, because, like, you're a vice principal of a school. I'm sure you email, like, random people that work at nonprofits, people at the district, the government. I don't know what's going on in your inbox. And she was like, oh, yeah, something's wrong. It never looks right. You can't identify I was like, it? and you just, you go to sleep every night just knowing that on every single email you send. Even if I didn't know how to fix it, I would be up at, like, 3 a.m. crying and sweating. I should email her from, like, a burner account to see if it's still <laughs> Be like, I'd like to make a large donation. 
I'll pay you. I'll pay you. I'll do it. Oh my god, let me do it. No, no. I'll, I'll fake a spam message. You make a fake email to the principal and you're like, I need you to go buy me some gift cards. Do you think that there's just like a guy who's tried that? Like not part of like a phishing like scheme or like, like not as a network, just no. as a solo, solo agent. Oh my god. We- Anyways, this I thought was very passive aggressive. This is an email from one of our followers. Crazy email from my principal after I asked to see data to support a school-wide change. Oh, girl, we don't ever ask to see the data. We just smile and nod. Smile, smile and nod. wave, boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> don't analyze that data. Don't don't look below the surface. Don't you dare. He framed the meeting as a discussion and asked for our feedback. Oh, well, there you go. So he was asking for feedback and he went like this. Hi, name. I wanted to reach out and let you know that I was a bit concerned with how you shared your points at today's department meeting. To be an advocate for choice is okay. Not great. Not acceptable. Not welcomed, but okay. Okay. <laughs> Wait. O, the letter O and then K or O-K-A-Y? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That one, at least he chose the less aggressive form. <laughs> you know, you're right. But there also has to be a middle ground that we are willing to strike as members of a high-performing team. I think she had your principal. You advocated that the college prep, parentheses, CP trajectory. Oh, he CC'd someone. It has to be HR. Because why would he make it so formal? You advocated that the college prep, CP trajectory be reinstated for juniors. As I explained, this would not be our path for next year. You expressed concerns on two occasions. After I refuted this approach with evidence that clearly questions its effectiveness, you asked to review the data yourself. I interpret this to mean that you don't believe the data I was referencing. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) You couldn't have been stealthier about this? But I also am laughing and he's like, and then she didn't even believe me. Like, I literally told her and she didn't believe me. I appreciate the bold nature of this. You have nothing to lose. Are you tenured? Anyways. <laughs> Lastly, your closing statement was that we should revisit this again next year. Again, I interpret this to demonstrate your continued disagreement. At no point in today's discussion did recognize and of the points I was trying to make on what is best for our students. You got him upset. I don't even know what the fuck that meant. You got him really flustered by the end there. Standard four states that a staff member should be reflective, collaborative, and accept responsibility for school-wide student learning. Stop. He hit you with the teacher's standards. Thank you for reflecting on my comments following today's discussion. Thank you for being more collaborative moving forward. I hate him, personally. Immediately, no. If someone told me, thank you for being more collaborative moving forward, they would meet a violent level of resistance at any comment they'd made to me. Like, if they were like, it's nice weather today, I'd be like, I'm sweating, personally. I've seen your business (laughs) emails. There's no way that that would have gone well. I'm so desensitized, I feel like, because I work in real estate. I think I'm, like, the tamest, most professional person ever. You're very professional. People in my office will be on the phone screaming and be like, go fuck yourself. Oh, my God. So when I over email and like kind of curt, I'm like, I basically hugged you. So I don't know why you're crying. (laughs) See, this is, and I told you this, but I don't think I told you this on the podcast. Me coming from the East Coast to California was a shock. There was a learning curve in that. I don't think I would do well in California. You would not. No, no. Well, I think you would. You're very good at assimilating into any like social setting, but you would have the same experience where you were like, I was just honest. And everyone would be like, why is everyone crying? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I just said what we were all thinking. Why the tears? (laughs) Yeah, come on. And then everyone's like, I wasn't thinking that. (laughs) Oh 
my God. Okay, let's see this one. Here's a nice message from an ex-principal, known union buster of mine in the beginning of the 2020-21 school year. Our district was going to sick out because the school board refused to put any COVID protections, precautions in place, and kids were coming in getting sick left and right. But we were threatened in more ways than one because of our choice to use sick leave. Did you guys ever sick out? No. Do you know what that is? Is that when everyone calls in sick at the same time? Yeah. I think if you do that, Ron DeSantis crawls up from a sewer drain in your school and then lights every individual teacher on fire. You know what? Please cut that out. (laughs) If like the machines hear that, it's like it's when you like say Bloody Mary three times. No, you're right. I feel yucky just having joked about it. Staff, I want to assure you that Blank and I share the frustrations you are experiencing with the indecision as well as the decisions that are being made by those who lead our district. When you're trying to reach the word count in an essay. Literally never seen a more blatant example of that. It's like when they decide, frustrated. When they don't decide, don't even get me started, you guys. You guys know how it is. My peer, my peer in work. There are currently 14 of you who have chosen to take a sick or personal leave on Monday, October 19th. Good for you. With more of you considering the possibility, most of the positions will go unfilled. Your students and your peers will be the ones left to face the consequences of your decision. My peers aren't there. And fuck them kids. And fuck you too. I'd be like, it sounds like Mr. (laughs) Principal is going to be watching The Lion King in the cafeteria with 200 children. I think the kids are going to have a great time, actually. I think this will be something that they remember for their whole lives and tell their children about. Oh, that's literally what would happen to I urge you to consider an alternative, more positive means to communicate your frustrations. I gotta be honest, this is a pretty tame strike. Coming from LA, it could be so much worse. Oh my god, what could be worse? This is so foreign to me. At my first school, I was at a charter school during the UTLA strikes. They weren't at school, obviously, for like a long time. They stood outside of our school with signs and screamed. So my kindergartners were coming to school and I had to be like, don't worry. Don't worry, guys. It's fine. It's totally fine. Um, uh, I am not in the bill. Okay, this is my favorite fucking part. I laughed out loud when I read this. I urge you to consider an alternative, more positive means to communicate your frustration. I am not in the building today or tomorrow, but I am... <laughs> said, y'all better get your fucking ass in that classroom. See you on Friday. Don't text me. Don't call me. And if I see that you were sick, I'm breaking your kneecaps in the parking lot next time I see you. But I am available to visit through email or by phone. Email and ask for the number if you don't have it. I welcome conversation in an effort to overcome our challenges. That is a beautiful, beautiful one. I will not be in the building today or tomorrow. That reminds me of that scene in Shrek 2 where Lord Farquaad is like, some of you may die, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. This is an email entitled Christmas Question. This is a heart warmer, so buckle up. Hello, hope all is well. I was wondering if you like wine. If so, do you prefer red or white, sweet or dry, or like it at all? Do you have a favorite grape varietal? (laughs) Literally the word varietal. If you do not like wine, what is your favorite holiday indulgence? Thanks so much. That's it. That's so sweet. I know. I would reply and be like, Tito's, period. (laughs) 
My favorite present. No, that's not my favorite. Okay, when I worked at the charter school on the west side of LA, I got the Casamigos trio. I got Mezcal, Blanco, and the Reposado, the golden one. Because at that time, I couldn't afford, like anything i had a permanently overdrawn bank account and maxed out credit cards and i had casamigos tequila are you kidding me it was like the best sold that shit i would have been on facebook marketplace honestly i should have but i really was in my drinking era i was really fucked up and you were going through a lot like when god throws you a w like that you Mm -hmm. gotta take it and then they that was the same class that got me a 400 hundred dollar gift card to the bougiest spa ever and i was like this is how y'all are living one time I complimented a mom's shoes and she was like, they're very affordable. They were $139. Oh I was like... At work, everyone always talks about the Golden Goose sneakers and everyone has them. <sighs> and they're like, they're just such a great, easy shoe. You can mess them up. They go with anything. And I'm like, y'all are being scammed. There is nothing worse than a Golden Goose shoe. Really? I think they are heinous. The fact that you buy a shoe that's $500 and it's scuffed. I'm like, sorry. What are we doing here? That had to have been a joke. And then everyone took it seriously. And then the person that thought of it was like, nope can't back out gotta ride this one out i'm We're so in. confused granted i remember in like middle school junior high when i had new converse i was like self-conscious to wear them until they were scuffed up appropriately i feel that i also wrote lyrics on the side of them i was really fucking weird of course you did i know anyway golden goose a golden goose um my principal sent this to me hi nice lesson when i stopped in nice classroom management thank you those were all separated by periods i noticed a few wearing jackets i don't believe it was cold enough in there for them to wear jackets who the fuck are you to say (laughs) invite slash encourage them to instead dress warmer with sweaters or sweatshirts my strong hunch dot 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 it isn't about them being cold Rather, about them taking control. Thanks, principal. (laughs) Invite them to wear a sweater. Hi, Timmy. I just, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Just wanted to tell you that. But quick, quick thing I wanted to chat about. I'm feeling really oppressed and controlled by your jacket. And I just wanted to kind of call you into a conversation (laughs) about maybe going the sweater route. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It has to be a thing where this principal had to give feedback. Actually, that was my thought until the end when they said it's about them taking control. Yeah, like you didn't have to include that part, dude. (laughs) My hunch. Okay, Nancy Drew. That is the weirdest fucking hunch I've ever heard. That I've heard a lot of shit. Reply, takes. my hunch, dot dot dot. You need help. I said I wanted to read the most unhinged shit I've ever read, and they these people brought it. This is good. We should do more episodes like this. I know. Oh, this is weird. This person says, this is a fantastic and probably my favorite of all time email sent to a member of my grade level team. We teach kindergarten. Titled Sex Ed. Uh, what? I have a couple awkward questions and I want to tell you that this is in response to I can see the original email it's like a introductory teacher to parent email it's like it has been great meeting my students and families this week so it's like early in the year I have a couple awkward questions let's get into it shit (laughs) when when teaching kindergartners about sex ed, will they be taught about penetration or oral sex? How often is the sex ed taught? 
And how hard is it to opt out of it? I am hearing rumors about what is taught. Awkwardly sent from my iPhone. Somebody was on fucking libs of TikTok and was like, please don't teach my baby about oral sex. Some right winger was eight glasses of white wine deep, three in the morning, just deep into QAnon posts. They're on 4chan. It was like, oh my fucking God, I need to see email that. What was that lady's email? I think she emailed us. So these are some bullshit. There's something about a form. We'll get her email address. That's what this is. Literally, I am some conservative scared the pants off of this person. I I, I think this person's more of like a very gullible on the fence. They're like, yeah. their brain's telling them this shit probably isn't correct, but my husband's a Trump supporter and he's coming home spewing all this shit and sending me these memes. I gotta check this out. How would you reply to this? I'm trying to think how I would reply to this as a teacher and I can't even think of what I would do. I would literally say, we do not teach sex ed or anything of the sort in kindergarten. Who is telling you that we do? Do you want to meet? That is exactly what I would say. My strategy whenever someone asks me a question that makes me uncomfortable because either I don't know the answer or I think it's a weird question or whatever is just to throw as much information at them as possible to completely overwhelm them because then they are afraid to ask you a follow-up question until they go through all of these things. Mm. So if I work with you and you're listening to this podcast, I have done that to you and it's worked. So I would have been like, we do not teach that in kindergarten. Here's the district office that's in charge of sex ed for high school if you're interested. Here's a link to the entire kindergarten curriculum. Here's a link to a Teachers Pay Teachers that I get stuff from a lot. Like I would be like, here's Miss Rachel's YouTube channel. When people send me something like that, I know that they are like cracked open. They are like a baby bird. I want to know the origin of that thought. Who said it to you? You want to be the light in the darkness. And I just want to drive that further away from me so I can continue to not deal with it. Those are both equally bad reactions on both of our parts. So I used to really react that way. And then now I think I'm like so burnt out from other people's emotions because I also worked at a very fancy resort and rich women will just tell you anything. So I think I've just spent too many years hearing other people's emotional stories. And now I'm like, ooh, let me not get involved with that. I'm like, keep that over there. I'd be like, we don't do that. XOXO <laughs> gossip girl. Seemed like you were in a silly, goofy mood. We can never talk about this again. And oh that's fine with me. God. I'd be like, I'll forget it if you forget it. <gasps> oh my God. I read this like six times and I was like, this isn't real. But I see the screenshot. So I know that it's real. Miss Blank, I'm going to be honest. I hope I'm not crossing a line. You're beautiful. Very beautiful. Oh, you probably could tell I have a crush on you. More of a statement. Between us, I like your pretty toes as well. I would normally keep my thoughts private, but I wanted to tell you. Yeah, let's get back to that. Let's get back to keeping those thoughts pretty private. Again, I hope I didn't cross a line or make you uncomfortable. I apologize if so. Let's normalize secrets. When I was teaching early Head Start, there was this one dad who would always just like, you know when men look at you for so long and like they just look at every inch of you and you can feel them looking at you? He would always do that during like dismissal time because during dismissal time we would go out to the playground and play with all the kids like in a big group and then the parents would just like come to the playground to pick the kids up. And so he would always just kind of like hang around like a little too long and it wasn't just me. Like he was staring at everybody and I remember one time I was playing with his son and he was like I'm glad my son has someone so great with him at school and I was like ew okay 
And I didn't really like think a ton of it because I was like, that was gross, but whatever. And then a couple days later, I found out one of the teachers that was literally like seven months pregnant, that was his child. But the child that was in the class, the one that I was watching had a different mother that he was with when the kid first started. So I was like, your kid came to this school, you got a teacher pregnant. And then while the pregnant teacher is literally like 30 feet away, you're hitting on another teacher. What are you doing? You are literally being a menace in this community. I want the confidence. Right? That is the confidence I need in my life. That's crazy. This message was sent the same day that he asked the office manager to take her shoes off too. (laughs) There is a medication that he either took way too much of or not enough on this day. Oh, I had blacked out. She told me what she said back. I missed it because I was so frazzled. Oh my God. (laughs) 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 I didn't even mean to do that. She said, that's not appropriate. Let's see if the top of the letters match. No shame if you sent her your feet. Mm-hmm. We just see that it's a, a picture. <laughs> I don't know. I don't see a T. I don't see a top of a T. Anyways. This is quite literally the biggest scandal of the podcast. I love this. The student went on to another school and the dad asked to see another teacher's feet. My friend's roommate. <laughs> so I guess he had a thing for <laughs> teachers and feet. How small is this town? And they were roommates. Wow. That was a that lot. Was a doozy. Oh, this one's kind of sad. Good morning, Miss Teacher. It's name. Thank you for reaching out. I am not sure what happened with personnel services. I thought you had resigned already when you communicated that you would not be back. I hope that you are doing well. I'm glad that you are happy with your decision. Unfortunately, at this time, it would not be appropriate to say goodbye to students and families. As you know, you were one of the best teachers I had the privilege of working with. Please email me when you have left your keys and laptop so that I can make sure to get them from the classroom. They just said you can't say goodbye. She said, I just found out they never told my families what happened to their kid's teacher. Sad. I should have collected these before we recorded. Redacted tired. The talent's sleepy, guys. <laughs> you should make the little go-go juice that they give to the little girls on toddlers and tiaras. For you. Yeah, that's what I start. I need to start having. My little golden goose you are. My tiredness is a victim of the traffic that took me an hour and a half to get home. Did you work out? Did you really do that? Yeah. You're amazing. You amazed me. Anyways, this looks insane. Before we read this next one, we are going to take a break and see if somebody bought this spot for an ad. See you on the flip side. This is an email I got from a parent during the Zoom year after numerous attempts to get me fired. For context, student turned in blank assignments, a classic, didn't come to office hours, barely participated, and had similar interactions in previous years. Wow. Okay. Hello. Could you please stop sending me these updates? At this point, it seems like my child should repeat all of elementary. You all have failed her, and it really is disappointing. At this time, there are about two more weeks left. My child will not be attending the school next year. I hope you all understand that this is completely wrong. For you all to see these reports and to not address the teacher is ridiculous. You employee careless teachers, and I have stated this over and over, I assume that was you employ careless teachers. It's highlighted and it says, please reply to this email about graduation only. I don't know what that means. I don't want any more 
quotes, capital letters, negative reports about my child when, caps, we all know her reading level is higher than first grade. I don't want no more conversations. She said she can fucking read and leave me alone. I'm tired of getting the emails about it and there's no unsubscribe button. I'm going to report you to Gmail. (laughs) It is ludicrous that you all allowed sex education to come before doing a homework hour. Why are so many parents concerned about sex education in elementary school? So we want to teach our 11 to 12 year olds about sex before homework. You all have your priorities all over the place. You all should have an urgent meeting to discuss my child failing and what actions were going to improve her grades. You cannot keep directing it back on a student if your job is to educate no meeting was held nothing was done in regards to an action plan besides the tutor what about her grades from you all what about the support from her teacher when will ms blank show she cares by hosting a mandated homework hour it is a shame when my kindergartner has a mandatory homework time and my fifth grader doesn't you all need to duplicate blank and understand slash re-educate yourselves of what the school pride is (laughs) You left a child behind and you, blank teacher's name, CC George Bush, should have addressed this situation tremendously better. Wow, what a journey we just went on together. My favorite part is when it was like, nothing was done except you constantly notifying me and getting a tutor for my child. You, what do you did what do you nothing mean? except for um, everything that you and did. And then a meeting was never held. How did we end up with a tutor if no one ever talked? I'm sorry. I can't. I hate them. I hate that and for like, you. Okay, so I feel like at the core of this is a parent who wants their child to do well. I love but that. I feel like we just have strayed so far from that light here. I'm throw up. Are you ready for this one? Your jaw will drop. Yes. Hope all is well. <laughs> There's not even like an enter, like a space between like hope all is well and what is next. Same line. (laughs) Not even a tab. Yeah. Hang on. I'm going to breathe. You got this. Hope all is well. Did you show your class this gay video yesterday? (laughs) Hope all is well. You gay? (laughs) Wait, I want to watch it. What's the gay video in question? (laughs) Let's find out. Oh, it's it's gone. Let the gay video taken down, you guys. That's hilarious. Blank mentioned that you did. If so, why? And what was your learning goal slash objective for this? Three question marks. Now we entered a new line. I'm really upset. New line. <laughs> I don't allow my children to be exposed to this agenda. It's biblically prohibited in our faith. Please stick with teaching the little children math, English, and all other good morals according to the Bible, like caring and sharing, etc. There was a lot of murder in the Bible. You know, the Bible, caring, sharing, etc. Yeah, that's exactly what I think of when I think of the Bible. But please, do not teach my six-year-old boy, child, or any other kid about this nonsense. It is not okay to indoctrinate little ones and teach them wrong things like a boy can love a boy, three exclamation points. Is this literally Jim Bob Duggar typing this Literally. Why don't you teach them that God made man and woman to fall in love and get married and procreate? How can a man and a man or woman and a woman be fruitful and multiply, which is a commandment of God? Okay, this part sounds like she's really asking. Asking. She wants to know. Let's answer. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it starts with the teachers teaching the right 
thing, not things that would confuse a child later on or cause them to be suicidal. Look it up. Look it up. These groups have one of the highest <laughs> rates. I think All she's right. really if upset. You, if you're reading the headline about gay people having high rates of suicide, <laughs> and that's the conclusion you came to, we need to have another talk about your interpretation of statistics, I guess. You need to read Freakonomics. <laughs> Here's the thing. Not only is homophobia violent and awful, it is embarrassing. People who are homophobic in the year of our Lord 2023 need to get a fucking grip. Like, that is your takeaway from what's wrong with the world? Okay. Fucking weirdo. Like, they're suicidal because of you. LOL. Yeah, you're the reason. Hello. Look in the mirror. <laughs> look in the mirror. I don't know if this is now part of official public school education, seeing that transgen- transgender week was celebrated and teachers are encouraging that you can be any penguin slash cucumber that you like and there is i missed a- that email i want to be a cucumber what is the fuck are they referring to no they're talking about like it's like a the boomer thing they're like oh now you can just identify as anything like oh, i identify as a chair since apparently now it's just whatever you want it's like thank you for translating it's for like me. them taking it there when like no one took it there my Southern California ass was like, I have literally no idea what you're talking about. And then there is the all the letter of the alphabet month. I assume that's pride month. I would have been like read across America month. They're trying to rebrand. My school did like a, the read across America thing or they were planning on it. And then I like sent an email and I was like, hey, Dr. Seuss is super racist. Um, so if maybe we want to like think of another idea. And then everyone told me that I was being dramatic. And then the principal dressed up as Dr. Seuss and went around the school. And I was like, for sure, for sure, for sure. For my sure. first year teaching, I walked into my kindergarten classroom and I was like, I can't wait for read across America week to celebrate Dr. Seuss's birthday. And my coworker literally looked at me and was like, we don't do that. And it was 2018. And then 2020, when I got on TikTok and I saw everybody still doing it, I threw a bitch fit about it. Well, guess how Read Across America is celebrating this year? What are they doing? They're celebrating Banned Book Week. And it's read a banned book. And they have you text a number and it sends you a list of banned books so that you can pick one to read your kids or your class. How do I get involved with this? The website. And now everyone on this podcast can also do that. Yeah. No, very cool. Anyways. Oh, God. Even just last week, my other 10-year-old boy in grade 5 was shown non-binary as a gender, besides the god-made male and female. I had to address that as well. This is Dwight Schrute from The Office. This is a school where parents send their kids to learn, and we trust that they are learning the right thing. Was that coded language for right wing? I don't know. There is an absolute god-given truth, dot, dot, dot. Not man-made lies, dot, dot, dot. I have always admired you as a teacher and the way the kids look up to you and trust and respect you. So I pray that you would be more mindful in the future towards these young, impressionable minds. I don't know if you are a Christian, but the Bible says that God sends a harsh warning for anyone who leads his little ones whom he loves astray. On a more positive note, congrats on your pregnancy and wishing you all the best with your little one. (laughs) He's like, thanks for being straight and getting pregnant. We really appreciate that. Great work. (laughs) Keep that up. Cut the gay shit out, but keep up the pregnancy. (laughs) Oh my God. Did I tell you about the parent I screamed at last year? No. I mean, maybe. I'll tell a little, I'll tell a little ditty of my own today since we all did. So last year, there was a parent in my class who's like notoriously, everybody talks about her as being like really hard to deal with. And I never had any issues at all. I really liked her child. We had a good vibe going on. I thought everything was good. But like things would keep happening at recess and stuff. He 
and another boy got in a fight about playing a game and he punched the other kids so fucking hard that he fell backwards into my line and knocked over three girls and they started crying and I was like eight months pregnant like I was it was right before my maternity leave things like that would happen all the time the boys just were not getting along but I still maintain that like they were all they were all like good kids they just were put in an environment where like all of the kids had very specific behavior needs around them and like needed very individualized attention to meet their needs but they were in a class of entirely kids that needed individualized attention like it just was a fucking shit show they're all just triggering the shit out of each other exactly constantly (laughs) constantly like they wanted to crawl out of the classroom because they were just like this is so overstimulating and triggering and whatever anyways so I needed a day off so this mom of this kid calls me I'm pretty open with my parents like uh whatever so I had a sub that day but I I got a phone call and I was like gosh something must be wrong for her to be calling me while I'm at home I answered the phone first mistake I don't even remember I think it was like somebody in the office took chips off of her kid because there's like this initiative of like you can't have junk food at school and I never take shit from kids I don't believe in that but if I'm not around something might happen this mother calls me on 11 and this is something I'd heard that she was doing to other teachers in the office and whatever but not to me she's yelling at me I'm trying to speak I'm like please explain to me what's going on like I'm I'm on your side like I want to help but I need to understand what's going on I'm not there today I'm not there today she's screaming interrupting me interrupting me interrupting me and that's for me like a huge trigger like if if I have Mm -hmm. a fight with somebody and they're not letting me speak like it drives me fucking crazy so I lost it I have never screamed at a person like this ever and I I don't think I ever will again but I was like I am answering your phone call on my day off I am eight months pregnant and I am on your side because I'm trying to help you and you're screaming at me and I didn't do it and I didn't do a single thing and I don't understand what your problem is my husband comes in the room and is I'm bawling because of course I can't yell without crying um, so I'm like snotting and hysterically crying and screaming at this parent and she's on the other line like I'm so sorry she's like I remember what it's like to be pregnant you're right you're right I'm so sorry she never screamed at anybody again and like after I left texted me and was like I'm really sorry for everything and I'm like it's okay these things happen everybody makes mistakes everybody has those days so after I did what I did I called my principal and I was like um I just screamed at a parent and she was like who and I told her and she was like you know what that might be just what she needed she's like thank you for putting yourself on that cross because I couldn't do it and you're pregnant so you could do it and we appreciate you for that exactly god what a trip this whole thing was (laughs) I love this I think we should do this again yeah yeah so we'll do this again yes we will Um, be on the lookout on both of our instagrams or our tiktoks and our twitters and who knows where we'll ask for them you know what i mean who freaking knows we're gonna keep you on your toes yeah all right we love you turn notifications on bye (laughs) see you next week bye suckers Just as a disclaimer, because I am someone who is actively teaching, everything on this podcast is my personal opinion and does not reflect my district, my state, my employer, my students, or my admin. Everything on this podcast was recorded on personal time, on personal equipment, and is a completely separate endeavor from my school district. Yeah, leave her alone.